Welcome to episode 258 of Hit the Mic with the Stacey Harris. All right, let's talk membership sites. Uh, I've been getting a ton of questions and I did this over a little bit in a Facebook Live and I've, I've talked about it on Periscope, but I really wanna talk about some of the realities of the time it takes to run a membership site because I feel like um, people can get this wrong in both directions, that it's totally passive income uh, or that it takes a ton of time to uh, launch and grow and, and keep a membership site going. So today we're going to talk uh, some real talk about time commitments and membership sites uh, and how much time it actually takes. So first of all, it really depends on the kind of membership site you build uh, and knowing why you're building a membership site. So for me, uh, and again, as I say in so many of these episodes, I'm all about transparency. So if you don't want to know behind the curtain, stop listening now. Uh, for me, I built a membership site because I was building uh, the Rockstar Guides, which is a, were, uh, well, are four self-study uh, programs. They, at the time, they were standalone. Uh, now they're all inside of Hit the Mic Backstage. Um, but I had built the Rockstar Guide to Facebook and the Rockstar Guide to Google+, which is now the Rockstar Guide to Hangouts on Air, the Rockstar Guide to Periscope. Uh, and the Rockstar Guide to Podcasting, and specifically with the three, the Periscope, the Facebook, and the Hangouts on Air Guide, things changed so often that I had sold lifetime access, and now I was having to keep up with it, especially the Facebook Guide. Stuff changed so often that it was costing me a lot of time uh, to keep those current. And that was something that I needed to figure out how to fix. Because what was happening is I was, I was spending so much time keeping up that I, it was interfering with my ability to create or even market those programs uh, so I could continue generating revenue with them. And I really liked the idea of a membership community. It's something that I thought about for a long, long, long long time uh but i honestly i had this sort of like i don't know if i can do it i don't know if my list size is big enough do you have to have a list of five billion people before you can really launch something like that and i talked to a friend of mine and she was like no you're crazy you can totally do it uh and i really looked at what do i want to provide why do i want to provide this and a part of it selfishly was recurring revenue, recurring membership payments allow me to really monetize the fact that I'm keeping up on these, monetize my delivering of this current information, uh, but also it allowed me to answer questions about those changes. You know, as frustrated as a, from a content creator perspective, as I was with having to go in and update them, I knew how valuable that was to my community. I knew how valuable that was to my customers, my clients, having someplace they could go to to keep up. And so that's why I built a membership community. So my membership community was in no way built to be 100% passive income because it's really built on this foundation of being able to stay updated, stay current, uh, know what's happening right now. And that was really, really, really impactful for me. So I knew going into it, 
I wasn't going to be building something that took no time at all out of my schedule. And so I was going to have to make regular space for this community uh, in my schedule, in my calendar. And so as you go into building your membership site, think about the role it serves for your members, uh, but also the role it serves in your business. If you are building this to help them stay up to date, if you are building them uh, building this community to help them stay current on some kind of information, maybe it's SEO, maybe it's website stuff, maybe it's social media stuff, maybe it's whatever, it's probably going to take a little bit more time. However, if you're running a membership community that's more about uh, access to programs you've built and you maybe do an hour you know, live call or you've got a Facebook group or something like that, there may be a little less time. Uh, so pay attention in the role you want it to serve because that's going to be really, really important when you look at how much time it's going to take out of your calendar. And be really, really generous with your estimations here because one of the things, knowing it was going to take time, I still didn't realize how much time it would take up front. Um, getting the community uh, set up not and not not even before I launched, but getting people used to the Facebook group, getting people used to the site, getting people used to how things work, uh, and so that was really really valuable for me up front to really have a ton of time to commit to what this looked like, and so figure out these two things. You know, what role does this serve for your business? What role does this serve for your customers uh, or your members? But also how much time is that going to take? And then be generous with that. Maybe double it and that's what it'll take because we're really, really good at underestimating how much time we'll need and overestimating how much we can get done in that amount of time. Uh, and so look at those things and make a note of them because that's going to be really impactful uh, with how much time it actually takes long term. Uh, from there, I will say the thing I probably still spend the most time on when it comes to running a community is marketing a membership community because uh, one of the things, and I, I think I talked about this in the past when, I, when I've when i talked about uh, membership sites and, and some lessons I learned, I, it just didn't occur to me, and it, in retrospect, it's like, duh, it didn't occur to me that I would be promoting it all the time. You know, I was used to sort of launch windows. Program opens, program closes, program gets executed, program opens again, that kind of thing. Membership sites aren't like that. Uh, you are you are looking to onboard new members all the time. Uh, and so factor that in to your marketing calendar. As you look at your plans for the week, the year, the month, whatever it is, factor in sort of launch periods for the sh for the membership because it's going to need to be all the time and and figure out in your funnels where that onboarding can happen in as much of an automated way as possible so that you can really be onboarding them all the time without it being a huge I have to do a series of webinars, you know, three times a month. And that's something that I've, I'm still testing. You know, we launched Hit the Mic Backstage in August of 2015. It's April of 2016 now. Uh, so what's that, like maybe eight months? And 
we're still playing with the kinks and, and what that looks like. You know, we've got things like the challenges, the social media challenge, and um, we've got a new challenge coming out called Launch Your Podcast. Um, we've got, we've done webinars. Uh, we've done, I've got a, a freebie on the website that goes into a funnel. Uh, so all of those things funnel into the membership community and, uh, things like launch your podcast, the three day podcast challenge, which is brand new is going out to a warm audience as well as a cold audience. Cause it's a brand new challenge, but we've got ads running for, uh, the Facebook ad, Facebook ads checklist and the social pro, uh, the, excuse me, the social media challenge. Um, we've got ads going out for those things to a cold audience all the time so that those ads can run and funnel people into the hit the mic backstage sales funnel who may have never heard of me before or who maybe listen to the show but just don't like the Facebook page or um, are on the email list or whatever. So Again, up front, you're going to have a little more time putting these things in place, but also realize that they don't have to happen all at once. Uh, when we launched backstage, we sold it mostly through uh, webinars. Now we use a lot of those those pieces, but the challenge has existed for a, a long time. The challenge actually existed before backstage. Uh, the challenge actually is, generally speaking, uh, a funnel start for Social Pro but there is some of the same content uh, as far as ideal client stuff and some strategy, some smaller strategy trainings uh, inside of backstage as well. So we use it uh, for backstage uh, in the off season for Social Pro, if you will. Uh, and then the Facebook ads checklist is maybe two months, three months old now. Uh, and so we added that later. The launcher the launcher podcast challenge is brand new. It's launching uh, at the beginning of May. You guys will start really hearing about that. In fact, I'll include a sign up link for that, this episode in that um, because it'll be going live next Tuesday. Yeah, next Tuesday. Um, so figuring out those pieces and how you want to market it is going to help with your ongoing uh, time investment because it that is going to be a huge chunk of your time when it comes to maintaining a membership site is onboarding those clients. The last thing I want to talk about though and the other equally important part of your time really goes back to the first thing we talked about but in a different way and the idea that new members are fantastic the thing I'm most proud of with Hit The Mic Backstage, though, is our recurring members. Uh, we've got an 85% member retention rate uh, inside of Hit The Mic Backstage. And the few people who have left Hit The Mic Backstage have never left it because of the content, have never left it because they weren't absolutely happy with the membership. It's been uh, a time issue or a focus issue or a financial issue. Uh, so that is something I'm really, really proud of uh, because... As much as I love new members and I love welcoming new members in all the time, my goal by the end of this year is that we have new members joining every single day of the week, seven days a week, 365 days a year, uh, is that members want to stay. I think that's the best thing ever. I think it's so, so cool and it's something that makes me so intensely proud. Um, but they want to stay because they keep getting value. So figure out in your schedule how you provide ongoing value. For me, that's two new trainings a month, which at bare minimum is two hours a month. Um, 
it ends up usually being a bit more than that when you talk about prepping the training and um, generally we have one of the trainings of the month as a guest expert. Uh, so fighting them, working details out with them, prepping questions for them, that kind of stuff uh, can take a little longer, but bare minimum two hours a month. Um, but then also we do stuff like office hours. And for a lot of my members, that's one of the most valuable pieces is, is the office hours we do inside of the Facebook group where they can get their questions answered by me and the other members of the community uh, because everybody has so much value to provide. Um, and so again, that's uh, two hours a week. So figure four weeks, that's eight hours. So just in that bare minimum of ongoing value creation, we're talking about 10 hours a month eight hours for uh, office hours, the Facebook group, and uh, two hours for training. And that's really, really not at all anywhere close to what I actually spend. I spend time in the Facebook group every single day. Um, as the membership grows, the time in, in the Facebook group grows because we have more questions. Um, that's something that we're already looking at how we'll handle when the membership gets uh, bigger. Um, versus, you know, the idea of bringing in people from the team, having um, member-led Q&As, things like that. That's stuff we're already planning uh, because we those are the kind of goals we have for the membership site. But that's something going into it you want to consider. That's something going into launching your site you need to figure out is how much time do you need to dedicate per month, per day, per week, uh, all of those to the ongoing value of keeping members in there because your best asset for growing your membership community hands down over you know solid sales funnels and anything else is an engaged membership who sings your praises uh every time i get to add testimonials to the sales page for hit the mic backstage i get excited because it means that it's working it means that people are seeing the value and they're happy to talk about it um when you know we have in our in our our Member, when you set up your your logins and stuff, one of the questions on that form is, how did you hear about Backstage? And I love, 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 love uh, seeing another member's name in there because that's meaning that I'm providing them enough value that they're putting their reputation on the line to talk about how valuable it is. Uh, and that comes, those referrals come from really prioritizing the existing membership base, not just focusing on your new members. And this is a mistake I I always get really frustrated with when I when I you know I think you know like satellite and cable and cell phone companies do a really terrible job of this. They focus so much on new customers uh, that sometimes they forget about customer retention, uh, which leads us as consumers to hop around uh, because we don't have any sort of of brand loyalty. We don't have any sort of of loyalty to the company uh, that we're getting whatever service from. I want that to be different with my membership community. I want there to be a loyalty there uh, because you know it's exactly what you need. It's the best resource for the job. Uh, and so you want to stay and you want to tell your friends. I think that's really, really, really valuable. So make sure to really prioritize your time for your existing members because that's going to be exponentially helpful in helping you grow the membership community and get even more new members. So as far as real talk about how much time it takes, those are the things you need to figure out as you're planning. Give yourself a little buffer room, uh, and then as you go, you'll you'll get it'll get easier. So I'm eight months in to hit the mic backstage. We'll be celebrating our one year anniversary at the beginning of August, and 
I have to say I spend probably less time on the membership site now than what I did at the beginning. Uh, right now I'm in a sort of weird place where we're spending a little extra time because we're doing some tweaks to the website and making some changes to the to the look and feel of everything. Um, but that's because I've put some of those pieces in place for you know the, the automated sales funnels where I don't have to do a lot of onboarding through webinars or whatever. Um, I've put a customer service piece in place. We have Charles who handles all the customer service emails for Hit the Mic Backstage. Um, so my focus can really be on that content creation piece where I'm going and engaging because that's how I've prioritized and focused my time. Um, so that's something that you're going to want to do as you start to get a feel for it. Um, but don't let the idea that it's going to take way too much time uh, stop you. And don't get too caught up in the idea of, oh, this is going to be recurring passive income because it's probably not going to be 100% passive. Uh, I think we talk a lot about passive income and there are definitely things that are 100% passive once they're set up. Uh, this is probably not one of them though. Uh, unless you're talking about just straight, they pay you know, X amount of dollars per month to access X programs that never get updated, you know, that are built, you know, whatever curriculum, which is possible. Absolutely. I see people do it. I see people do it successfully. Um, but know what you're getting into. It's probably not all the way one way or the other. It's probably some degree of, of gray in the middle. Uh, and that's what I want to talk about today. Okay. If you want to know more about Hit the Mic Backstage, if you want to know more about launching a membership site, we actually have a whole membership training inside of Hit the Mic Backstage. Uh, head over to hitthemicbackstage.com for those details. And I did mention the Launch Your Podcast Challenge. If you want to check that out, go to thestacyharris.com slash episode 258. Uh, you'll find the show notes for this episode. Uh, and in there, I will uh, have links to Hit the Mic Backstage as well as uh, the Launch Your Podcast Challenge, which is a free three-day challenge where we're actually going to build your action plan uh, so that your podcast can get launched and get out of idea land. All right? I'll see you guys next time.